Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, my name is Lynn Schmidt, and welcome to the What Keeps You Up at Night podcast, the show where we discuss the big issues and worries facing America and the world, and then begin the conversations about how we can go about solving them. I am a columnist and editorial board member with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. It is my pleasure to welcome today's guest, Q Moore. Q is a speaker and author of the book, F My Dad, Overcoming the Anger, Rage, and Pain of Being Fatherless. He dives deep into the topic of fatherlessness as he too grew up without a relationship with his biological father. Moore has earned a Master of Divinity from Liberty University, as well as a Master of Business Administration. Um, Moore will tell you, and I imagine we will get into this in our conversation, um, that the most important role and position he's ever had in his life is one of a husband of over 20 years and a father of four. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So what is keeping you up at night? What is keeping me up at night? Uh, Honestly, moving forward with this process or project, I should say, um, getting this word out has been something that uh, I've been pondering now for mm, almost five years. And so now that I have the books out, of course, but now the project of speaking to as many people and places that I can is is the goal. So I read your book and um, it definitely takes the reader on an emotional journey with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt for you and could experience uh, your pain through your words. You wrote in the preface, the goal of this book is to help those who struggle with fatherlessness understand that their pain is real and that it wasn't their fault. The guidance in these pages will encourage the reader to embrace the lack of that relationship and know that it doesn't have to define their future for one more second. And as it's the father that is missing out on them and not the other way around. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So thank you for that. Uh, For sure. Um, So before we continue the conversation, I was hoping maybe you could give a your story share your story with listeners sure so so basically um like many people in the neighborhood that i grew up there were a lot of us that didn't live in the homes with our biological fathers Mm -hmm. they may have distant relationships with them but or they may not have been around at all and so it was really sort of normal you know um a dysfunctional normal if i could say right and so there were probably three, maybe four dads in probably a seven, eight block radius. Mm-hmm. And when you yeah, think about sad. that perspective, um, a lot of us that were wallowing around in pain didn't even realize we were in it because it was yeah. normal for us. Yeah. Uh, it really wasn't pointed out until you're in 
certain situations, um, you know, uh, a father, son, anything, right? Yeah. Uh, those things, you know, sports or, you know, the way you had to learn how to, quote unquote, be a man um, was sort of, sort of pushed on single mothers. And I've always said single mothers are the strongest people that I know. Mm. Yeah. And and so, however, it was not the design for them to do what they do. Yeah. And so it's it's more or less my story is one of struggle, um, not really understanding the depth of not having that relationship has been until I became, you know, a much older man. Yeah. And uh, but and probably the, a father yourself. Yeah. So being a father and, and again, most men that and, and, and I want to just stress the fact that this is not a book for men. Right. This is a book for people, yeah. you know, because women also struggle with the dynamic of not having their biological fathers. Yeah. Their fathers, they don't know how to choose a mate, a man, you know, usually, you know, maybe they choose wrong men. Right. Yeah. Maybe. And if you look at the statistics, they're more likely to get pregnant in teenagers. Um, kids are more apt to have uh, behavioral disorders that, yeah. you know, don't have their fathers. I mean, there's so many layers. Yeah, to I was going to. Yeah, go yeah. Through some of those statistics yeah, in sure. a few minutes. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of those things that I was unaware of. That once I found out what the root of the problem was, then it was really kind of easy to forgive my dad. Yeah. So you you write a couple times the line hurt people hurt, hurt people. people absolutely. Um and yeah that. Yeah. And I mean, and even the fact is hurt people hurt people. But when they hurt people, they have no idea that they're hurting. Right. And, you know, they have no idea of the impact that that might have have, on someone's life. Absolutely right. They have no idea the pain that they're causing because they don't know the pain that they're in. Yeah. And a lot of people who deal with the with the epidemic of fatherlessness, they're dealing with a pain that has not been diagnosed for them yet. Right. Right. So they're just kind of wallowing around wondering what's wrong with me with a bitterness anger you know uh feeling rejected abandoned those type of things are there sure so you recall as a young child looking at pictures and asking Mm. where is my dad and that that my heart really broke for you yeah and that with that yeah i i used to you know, my mom showed me the yearbook and the pictures of my dad at a very young age, probably four, five years old. Um, and I would sneak away and grab it, you know, from time to time and just to see him, see if I look like him, see if I, you know, resemble, see if, you know, what things look at the both of them and the dynamic and how they looked. It was weird to think about that as a child, but I was trying to process that. I should have a dad, but where is he and why is he not here? Yeah. Yeah. Did your mom talk very much with you about why he wasn't there? No, it wasn't really a conversation. So that probably was more painful too. Sure. Well, it wasn't a conversation of the why. It was more so this is who it is. She never gave me, there was never anything negative or bad about him. She never you know, talked about him in a negative light ever to yeah. me. Uh, but she, there was never really a conversation about the why. It was. But just I a, imagine you 
you thought about oh, that all the time, a lot. right? Yeah. Well, growing up in the community that I grew up in, my dad is known, you know, like he was known in that community too. Yeah. And even though he did he no longer lived there, his name was still there. Sure. And so yeah. people in the in my community, they knew who he was. Yeah. And so that was almost even harder to go through, especially early teens and teenage years, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So um you describe yourself as a man of God who carries family in the depths of his heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said, or you wrote, I just want to do whatever I can to make my Heavenly Father proud. And I will say that it is not for me to say, but I think you have with, with your book and, and with your work. Thank you. Um, and it's, it's so... Several episodes ago, I interviewed Melissa Carney, and she was the author of The Two-Parent Privilege, um, How Americans Stopped Getting Married and Started Falling Behind. Mm. And um, you're not specifically talking about marriage, but just having a a father in in your life. And Melissa um, is an economist, and so she talked about the benefits of that children and our society um, as a whole reap when they are raised in a household with married parents. Mm -hmm. So she's talked a lot about it at the front end, like, um, and your books seem to me to address more the The back end and helping um, children or or adult children, Mm -hmm. right, cope with whether if they if they have grown up being fatherless yeah i mean so that economic dynamic still is real yeah right i mean it it it, you are much better off with both parents in the home yeah married that was the way that it was designed yeah uh in my opinion yeah uh and if you look at again we'll talk about this later but the statistics yeah kind of prove a lot of those things to be true yeah. So why don't we just, I'll, okay. I'll read some of them. Sure. But um, 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. That's 32 times the average. 85% of all children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes. That's 20 times the average. Uh, 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes. 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. 70% of youth in state-operated institutions come from fatherless homes. 85% of all youth in prison come from fatherless homes, also 20 times the average. Uh, daughters of single parents without a father involved are 53% more likely to marry as teenagers and 711, is that correct? 711% more likely Mm -hmm. to have children as teenagers. So yeah, those, those statistics really are, are staggering. One statistic that I didn't put in there that sticks with me is, and again, I don't have the exact number, but I know it's in the 90th percentile. And that is 90%, over 90% of men that are in prison were never hugged nor told Aww. they were loved by a man. 
Wow. And think about the dynamic. I don't think that fathers, you know, and my job in this book is not to degrade fathers. Sure. It's really to encourage them. Yeah. The the power and the role of a father is not about, you know, your bad decisions, your bad choices, your mistakes. We're all human. Yeah. Um, but your role as a father is so impactful. And I encourage anyone, um, one of my cousins, you know, I, I can tell the story. One of my cousins um, had a teenage, he had a son as a teenager. And he, after the book came out, he read it. And he said, you know, I'm struggling because now the son is probably like 30 years old mm. and they didn't have a relationship. They weren't yeah. talking. And he said, I've tried to reach out and he doesn't respond to me and yeah. those type of things. But then I said, you know, with the technology that we have, your persistence is what he needs. Yeah. And if he doesn't answer a call, continue to text him. Yeah. Text him Hopefully every day. someday that'll break through. It happened. Right? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, he reached out to me probably a few weeks ago oh, good. and said, hey, we're talking. And I said, now understand one thing is that now you have to be a father and not a dad. Yeah. He's an adult, so you don't you can't make that time right. up, right? So yeah. you have to just be there for him if he comes to you. You be there for him. If you yeah. ask for advice, you give it. But don't. Don't push what you think he should do. That's yeah. not that that has been missing. Right. And you have to build a relationship based upon where you are right now. Yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So maybe you could share with listeners some of the work that you're doing, you're you you're doing in the book and sure. and speaking just about what that looks like. Yeah. For you. So right now, I mean, I am literally taking on any engagement that comes my way. I don't care where it is. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to get into as many places where I know this, this stems and it could be right. anywhere. Um, yeah. it could be, it could be high schools. It could be corporately. It could be, but I really want to get into places, you know, in prisons, detention yeah. centers, uh, juvenile centers, places where even orphanages where people are struggling and and they and they will as as children and as teens they will tip they you know the statistics show you they'll probably struggle as adults yeah unless they're able to see what the root is which is in my book is fatherlessness right and understand that everything else is just a connection to that yeah. and so all of these speaking engagements and 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 so people may ask well, what is the thing that you're trying to give people the ability to forgive yeah. in order to get free. Yeah. That's the goal. Because if I can forgive, once I was able to forgive my dad. Yeah. <sighs> and he hurt you more than once. Uh, it, it, you read about it, that in the book. Yeah. yeah. you And, you know, and so, and I'll, I'll tell this story. And it, it, it kind of, you know, it's, it's in the book. But I hadn't seen my dad in 29 years. And I showed up to a funeral that I knew he would be another relative of mine. And at the end of that, I saw him 
and I was going to leave without speaking, you know, or anything. And, you know, I really felt like that God was like, if you do this, if you walk out, you'll regret this for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I made a beeline. I was to my wife and I said, (laughs) I'm going to go say something to him. And she was nervous. Like, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? And I was like, no, no, no. I just, I need to say something. So there was a line of people shaking his hand and I stood in this line. And as the closer that I got to him, I felt like I was a child. Yeah. Like literally beginning to like shake and shiver. Aww. And I yeah. the closer that I got, the worse it got. The closer that I got, the worse it got. Yeah. And then as I got there was one person in front of me, in front of him, I felt like someone put their hand in my back and there was mm-hmm. no one behind me. Yeah. And it was and it was like, No, I've got you. Yeah. And so when I when I saw my dad, I went up to him and I stuck my hand out and he stuck my hand out and he shook my hand and he said, you got to get the book. So, you know, if you want to know the end of that story, yeah. you got to get the book. You got to get the book. So it's, it Which, is written in the um, book. You know, the, the title might be off putting for some people, but I think it's it was it's it's really an important read. Again, the book is. F my dad, overcoming the anger, rage, and pain of being fatherless. And I'm okay with talking about the the F, right? <laughs> uh, I'm okay because a lot of people, I've heard it's very controversial uh, for a lot of people. But for those that are listening, I'm not going to give you like this thing that's going to blow the whole thing up. But the right? F is really for forgive. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, it, and the thing is, I'd be lying if... I said that there wasn't the profane F word in me <laughs> prior to the sure. forgive. And yeah. the, the the concept of the cover is that's in people. Yeah. You know, whether they want it, because most people Probably will see it. Probably both are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, most people will see it and they immediately go. I mean, my pastor yeah. saw the cover before the book came out. <laughs> and he goes, well, okay, well, hold on. Are yeah. you sure about this? Are you sure? And I go, what are you seeing? Yeah. And he goes, well, you know, I go, the F word that you're thinking is not written in the book. It's written on the inside of you. Yeah. And in that moment, he said, that's okay. Yeah. Because that's just to get people to pick it up, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and once you get it yeah. and you start to get into it, you'll see that it's really about. It is about the other F yep. word forgiveness. Yep. So, it really yeah. is. It yeah. really is. So um, it seems to me like. You're, you're really trying to reach out to to individuals who are fatherless, right? I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out to the masses. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Whether or not you personally have this struggle, I promise you, you know someone that has. Or are impacted Absolutely by right. it in some way. Yeah. And there's a different dynamic, so don't think just for... The, the, the umbrella of fatherlessness is big, right? right? So it's not just you never had a relationship with your father or you never met him or you don't know who he is. That's just, yeah. those are just a couple of things. Your father could have been in the home and never had a relationship with yeah. you. Your father could have been abusive. Your sure. father could have passed away when you were a child. There are so many different yeah. elements to this that are impacted, that have impacted people that, and again, until you deal with this root of it, you know, so people will say, well, how can I forgive my father if he passed away? Trust me, he didn't. That wasn't his choice. Right. Even if it was a suicide. You could he was, forgive the situation. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and, and one thing that makes it easier to me to forgive your father is 
what was the ask yourself what was the relationship like with his father and him right because if you don't know that then yeah. that gives you an insight of man it could have been worse than you could have ever imagined and maybe he didn't want to do that to you yeah or be that it, whatever the yeah. case may be it's not an excuse again, hurt people hurt, hurt people, people. Yeah. absolutely right yeah so i i it makes things easier to forgive and here's the thing the one thing that i realized for myself was I was giving this man way too much power over my life. Yeah. Like, once you start to understand that you're the asset, it's his loss. Yeah. That there's no relationship with me. It doesn't make me great. That just means that it's <laughs> well, his loss. Well, I do loss. think you're great. So. <laughs> Thank you. But it's it's really his loss. And so if I can see myself as the asset, I'm the one that you're missing out on. You're yeah. missing out on your grandchildren. You're missing out on your on your daughter-in-law. You're missing out. You're missing. You're missing out. Sure. And if and if that's a choice that you choose, at some point I have to accept that. Yeah. And and say, hey man, you know, hey, take care of yours. I'll take care of mine. Yeah. I have. I found out I have younger siblings that I didn't know. Mm. I probably found out maybe 10, 12 years ago. They're the same age as my kids. Wow. And 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 we look alike and there's like yeah. but it must be strange, yeah. But take care of your kids. Yeah. I mean, I encourage him. I, do I believe I believe my dad probably has heard about the book for sure. Yeah. And has he gotten one? I don't know. Maybe he has. If my dad were to call in and say, "Hey, can we have a conversation?" Absolutely, we could. Yeah. I have no ills towards the man, and I want him to know that. Um but the ball's been in his corner. Yeah. For years. And yeah. so, but if that's where it stays, then I'm good. Yeah. And I want everybody to be good. I want you don't, <laughs> don't carry this. Don't carry this weight of someone else's decision. Yeah. That's not, it's not on you. It's and that not comes across in, in the book that you, you want everybody to be good. Yeah, I really do. I, yeah. I, 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 it took me way too long. <laughs> and one of the, I'll tell you this, one of the reviews that I got. Um, a young lady that I work with, she bought, she ordered a book and she told me that her son saw the book on the counter and grabbed it and said, I need this more than you do. Huh? Yeah. And she goes, well, you know, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, no, let me just take it and go. I said, well, how old is your son? And the day we talked, she said, today he turned 16. Mm -hmm. So I thought about myself at 16, which is mentioned in the book. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. So she said, well, let me give you some some detail in this. Well, to, um, so that was in 2023. And she said a year before that in 2022, he had tried to commit suicide twice. Oh. And that his father had just lost his parental rights. Oh, and they yeah. had been in they had been in um, uh, in therapy for in group therapy for over a year. Yeah. And she goes, my son doesn't really talk much. He never talks in these therapy Aww. sessions. and But we've been going. And she goes, but this particular night we go and my son starts out talking. And by the time he's done, the entire group, parents and children are in tears. Hmm. And the therapist asked him, where are you getting this from? And he goes in his backpack and he pulls out this book. Oh. And it's highlighted and written in and like a textbook. Yeah. And you can see my copy. It's the same. Yeah. And he's and he tells the he tells the therapist that 
I finally have hope that I don't need my dad in order to become who I need to be. Mm. And if I never get another kudo ever, that alone is the purpose of the book. Yeah. The purpose is that this young man is 16. That if that and changed the trajectory choices right now that it could change the, his yeah, whole life. Yeah, absolutely. And so and I that when she told me that I was like, "Okay, oh. I got to get off the phone yeah, because I can't." That's great. You know, I was a little yeah. weepy after that. But yeah. but that's the whole the whole moral of it, really. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to share? Um, for anybody that wants to go get the book, it's out on Amazon.com right now. Um, just search F My Dad. It, I promise you it will pop up. Uh, and and the thing is, is that it, for a lot of people, maybe you don't read and you're not a reader. You don't cuddle up with a book, right? So we, yeah. I did an audio book as well. Oh, good. So if you go to Barnes & Noble, you can get it. And it's on a multiple platforms as well. Yeah, great. But, uh, I, and I did it myself. Um, oh, good. I yeah, that's always the best one that often yeah, reads. Yeah. Their and book. a lot of people wanted me to do a professional, but I was just like, nobody can tell my story better than yeah. I can. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so for people who don't cuddle up with books, <laughs> on your way to work, you can stop it. You can pick it back up yeah. where you come back. But but even if you've had an awesome relationship with your father, consider yourself blessed. But understand that you know someone yeah. That has been impacted by this. So yeah. what a gift to give someone that is that, you know, has had trouble with their fathers. Yeah. The gift isn't about buying a book. It's more about buying a guide to hopefully for freedom for them. Yeah. A new life. Yeah, for the them. F could also be freedom, freedom. right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's it. I mean, I'm so grateful to be to come on the show and uh, not just to talk about the book, but hopefully yeah. to. If anyone is out there is looking for any speaking engagements, um, go to qomore.com. Let us know. We are booking places all over right now. Yeah. Um, we come in and talk about not just the book, but more so the impact and how you can actually get free from it, get yeah. healed from it for good, and walk in a light that, hey, you you probably never seen. So it's very powerful, very yeah. impactful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been you're a real good example for for those kids out there that thank you. need to hear your words so thank you um so i i really do want to thank um q Moore for joining me today on the podcast um i really did enjoy his book um and you know it stirred up a lot in me too right mm. so um again the book is f my dad overcoming the anger rage and pain of being fatherless And um, I also want to thank my producer, Gary Harrelson, for producing and editing the podcast. I hope listeners enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss an episode of What Keeps You Up at Night. Thank you again, Q Moore. Thank you. God bless. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.